George Floyd. Ahmaud Arbery. Breonna Taylor. Sandra Bland. Trayvon Martin. Betty Jones. Freddie Gray. Eric Gardner. Terrence Crutcher. Tamira Rice. Rod. Michael Brown. From police brutality, blatant inequality, and systemic racism. As a black man growing up in the United States, I face these alienations of my human rights every day. I feel it on a personal level, and I know it is witnessed on an international scale. As a second-generation immigrant, I am deeply saddened by the unwavering racism and cruelties that I have to live with on a daily basis. Time must be taken to observe, help, and speak out against all social injustices. As the child of an active police officer, I am constantly conflicted between the values I am taught at home and a rough reality portrayed in the media. I cannot stray from the truth I am a witness to. We deserve change, and we need it now. What's going on, guys? It's a little bit of everything back here today, and we're going to be talking about social injustice on a very serious tone. I know you guys have been reading in the headline the news for the last couple months, but we've just built this platform for ourselves, and we feel like it's always important to speak out on situations like these. So let's get started. So what do you guys think that we've learned and seen the most from the rise today? I think it's mostly about misinformation and miscommunication because the media is all about a headline. So they want to treat people. So especially at the beginning when the protests had first begun, what you see is looters, people stealing, people loitering, all these type of pe- all these bad things, because I feel like that's what the media wants to entice the people with. And I feel like that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, oh, I yeah. think it's just like, whatever catches people's eyes the most. Cause at the end of the day, they're all still about how many views they get. Cause I feel like slower, slowly, slowly, they just like started getting away from the bigger picture. It's more about uh, how many people watch what they show. Yeah. But, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. If you like, look at, I, I was just going to say, uh, I, I was just going to say like, we've seen the media, exaggerate their headlines before but never had to we haven't really seen it like this at least at least i can't remember where literally they just put in the bad stuff that was happening they just showed the people getting angry at their store getting looted and they didn't show the hours of peaceful protesting that was then broken up because that the police then broke up and threw tear gas at them they didn't show any of that no they showed just the people in the yeah and i feel like it was uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, but I feel like you only mm-hmm. see those on like those professional style news sites. You only see like you know CNN, the Fox News, stuff like that, who are trying to keep a headline. But if you look at other uh, incomes of mediums, such as like YouTubers or other type of influencers, you see a large difference. Like you know, we laugh at these type of people, but just like Logan Paul, they were out there protesting. I know Jake Paul went through an incident where he was seen looting, so to speak, but you realize that wasn't true, but you look at people like Kiki Palmer. She had a very powerful speech in one of the riots in Los Angeles and that was never on the media and there was thousands of people gathered around her listening. So it really just gives you perspective on what actually is being shown to you. Yeah, I mean, to touch on those, uh, like, smaller platforms, like, little news stations, like, part of here, not like the big ones like ABC and CNN, you said, 
mostly the little stations because I know there's been like a lot of people with like big names around our area, people that went to our high school that set up peaceful protests, and they've only gotten recognition from like smaller out like smaller places of media. Yeah, and it, and it shows that you need to watch what you consume, and it also shows how sad it is that large corporations try to take advantage of opportunistic people who are looting and are doing bad things, but they're losing sight of the message that millions of Americans are trying to spread. Yeah. But it also goes to show a lot of, a lot of big companies are also, uh, they're also really supporting all of what's going on right now. And like, uh, 2k, I know they have in, in their, in their game, they'll have free, their free shirts, things like I can't, Things like it'd be different if they had put those things out into the game and then made you pay money for them, which I definitely would not have agreed with. But the way that and then put it made it free, I totally think. Yeah, and I I think it's important that we don't always monetize certain things, like especially when we're talking about stuff like that. Like when we're trying to spread word about stuff like this, we don't need to make money off of it because it should be genuine from our heart. We care about this. So this is why we're get, we're going out and speaking about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most important like message they can give is like, especially bigger people and bigger companies like that. They're gonna say we're gonna spread this message, but and if we're gonna take money from this, it's all gonna be nonprofit. And it's all gonna go to like charities that can help make a bigger change. Yeah, and but one of the great things I think we've learned from watching these protests and looking how people react is. People can come together. We've seen it. We've seen peaceful protests. We've seen people come together from all walks of life, work together to try to seek change. So I feel like that's one of the great things we learn. We see as Americans that we, are, we may be a troubled country, but in times of need, there are people who are willing to come together for uh, like causes. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's like a really good thing that's happening, that we can all come together and be one to start something new yeah. and make it last. Yeah, and I and another good thing I see is um with a lot of the bad things that's happening with police brutality that's been going on, a lot of it was been like has been totally like against the police. And as y'all know, my dad is a police officer, but now there's been more and more people that are stepping up and saying, "I totally understand that this not all, not all police are bad." But what's going on is totally unacceptable, and everybody. And I'm totally with that. Like, yeah, and I, and I love how a lot of people are coming to. Yeah, see but that. here's here's the thing. I think you're right. Not all police officers are bad, but here's a great example. So Chris Rock, we all know him as a comedian, and one of his comedy shows called Tambourine, he says some jobs just can't have bad apples, and I feel like one of those jobs should be police officers. There shouldn't be, you know bad police officers. And I, and I know, unfortunately, there's people from all walks of life in any occupation, so there are those people. But think of like an airline company, right? You can't just go into American Airlines and go, yeah, we have a couple bad pilots, but all the rest of them are really good. This guy may crash, but all the rest are totally fine. So I feel like it falls upon those lines because it truly is, as we've seen, life and death. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's def- that's exactly what I was talking about. Like, even though not all police officers are bad, that's still totally unacceptable what's happening. And thus, be fixed. Because like you said, there can't be any bad apples in that job. Yeah, I mean, I think 
me and Kevin talked about this the other day, moving to the defunding the police. I think Kevin was telling me about how California is like using the, like they're going to try to find other ways, maybe taking other money sources to help teach and help, uh, make oh, yeah, officers, like education. Yeah, yeah. Educate officers more on what they need to do in these circumstances and what they, how they need to conduct themselves. Exactly. So this way, in the future, we don't get come across a situation where it catches national attention that somebody dies because a police officer kneeled on their neck when they're already handcuffed on the ground, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I've, I've spoke to my dad about this, and they are not trained to do that. That was totally that dude making a decision saying, I'm totally, like, I don't give. A, I don't care about what's going on. Like I don't care about your life. I'm gonna put your life in jeopardy, because I feel like it'll make. That's not. That's not at all what needs to be done. And definitely, I think I definitely think that they should be taught that you might. Okay, you might think that this is acceptable because you're a police officer, so you think you can do whatever you want, but absolutely not. Now you there will be consequences for what you are doing yeah. right now, regardless of what you think. You're and there's a lot are. of levels to it. So some people equate to like. You know, there's racism and there's police brutality and it's abuse of power, stuff like that. But when you look at it, we don't know all the factors. We have seen, you yeah. know, an, an overwhelming amount of African-Americans being, you know, targeted by the police. Excuse me. And it's, you know, it's cost them their lives or, you know, their family, stuff like that. But there's also a hot abuse of power, I think, is something that also needs to be looked at because. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not sure if you guys have. Uh, heard about the Stanford experiment where they just brought some students. Some of them pretended to be, you know, the wardens in jail and some people act like prisoners. They were just normal students and the people who are running the jail, keeping the prisoners in line, they became crazy, you know, start hitting the prisoners, being hostile with them. But it just shows when you're in a, sometimes when you are an authority and you are properly trained or up to par, then it becomes difficult to control yourself in those situations. Yeah, yep, exactly. That's a great analogy. So, as we're talking about this, moving into our next point, what innovative ways do you think we can create change in this country, just like we're talking about making uh, the police, educate the police more, and especially other people? I think there's two ways. And my thinking, I feel like it's through legislation and through the way we communicate with, what, with one another. And I'm talking about through the government from the top down. So, first, to hit my first point about legislation, we need certain laws set in place. And I'm talking about federal laws all states need to follow. You know, keep a straight line of how we respond to these types of instances of police brutality and certain situations like that. And about how we communicate with the public. I feel like instead of having hostility, as we've seen from, you know, elected officials, we are we grace people with, you know, compassion. And we, we understand what they're going through. So we <coughs> try to put ourselves in their shoes. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of my ways I was thinking about, I mean, everything's built from the ground up. So, like, I was thinking about the other day, I think it should be taught from the very beginning as a kid that, like, everybody's equal and people shouldn't see for color, or, like, how they look like. So, I mean, like, maybe they can start teaching at a very early age because I feel like racism and stuff like that is never taught. It's or It's never, like, inherited. It's always taught. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And 
I was I also thought legislation was a great way to go because after after the George Floyd incident, there were I feel like there were thoughts that the cop would go unpunished. Yeah. And I feel like if we had the correct legislation in place that specifically specifically countered this situation, then there sh- there shouldn't be any thought. Exactly. It should definitely be a thought of, oh, he's definitely getting punished. Exactly. That's everybody. We all understand that that was completely and utterly unacceptable. We know that he is getting yeah. punished. Yeah. There shouldn't be a thought that there and are no consequences. Oh, it's like we've all seen like the all, the video of exactly what happened. And I feel like people thought yeah. that maybe he might walk free because there's been so many other instances that's happened like this. Like we were saying so many like names of victims at the start of this. They've all been through something like this. Yeah, and we've seen oh, Breonna yeah. Taylor, Trayvon Martin, names like that. Their murderers have been exonerated, and they have not been prosecuted on any charges still to this day. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it gets really bad because with a lot of the other things that are happening, uh, especially with, like, police shootings, where we don't sometimes have access to that video and we can't we can't put ourselves there, with this the new, the new incident that happened with George Floyd, we saw the whole thing transpire. And we heard every every word that was spoken. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like having having that having that uh, perspective was such a big help in bringing their, bringing his killers to justice. Yeah, so I, I just feel like the way we need to create change is speak out and hope that we can, you know, that our elected officials that we choose are making the right legislation, and if they can't, that in the future. We make the right choices in electing the people who can, you know, bring change that's necessary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, let's go to our next point. We were just. Oh, wait, one second. Yeah. One second. I, w- I want to go back to something that you have said, Rajat. You were talking about the ed- uh, education. And you're talking about how important it is that, you know, I think we should start it from the ground up. As kids, we should teach people, you know, about being anti-racist, not just not just being aware that racism exists and not being racist, but speaking out against racism and being active. So uh, this is not, this is not like a new idea. If we look back, you know, Frederick Douglass, he was a, uh, a slave and he was a big part of abolishing slavery. He said, it's easier to build a strong child than to repair a broken man. So if we start from the bottom, it's, it's like, cause children are sponges. They soak in information mm-hmm. all the time. But once you grow old, you are stuck in your ways to a certain extent. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. So I feel like starting at the bottom, yeah. you're spot on. Yeah. I mean, it's seen throughout history. This is what we need to create change. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be those like few people that are, like always going to have like an opposite, like feel to it. But starting from the like bottom as to for the next generation, I feel like is like the most important way we can, end all of this. Yeah. Definitely. Because they're the they're the, they're the future of mm-hmm. this country. And so that that cop these cops that have been doing these terrible things, they were raised in a household seen as seeing that as acceptable. And if we were if we could take that away, if we could remove that those situations from the equation, then our, our country would definitely change for the better. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm sorry. That's all I had to go back on. So you can uh, head on to the next point that you have. All right. So we were just talking about this recently, or the, not recently, but like a couple minute ago. So what reactions did you have to the 
death of George Floyd? Like, what was your, like, first reaction of exactly, like, after you saw the video of what happened? I was like, this isn't human. I was like, how can you stand or kneel on another man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds? (laughs) Bless you. That is such a long time. You have people screaming at you. You see that this man is saying, I can't breathe. He is calling for his mother on the ground dying. And you're just going to sit there. I was like, this is inhuman. There's no way people are standing around and watching this happen. Yeah. I mean, I was completely disgusted when I first saw it. Like, it was just even scary when you said, like, when he was calling out for his mom, he can't breathe. It was, and I was watching with my family, and it was just so scary because, I mean, it, it could have happened to anybody, just like that incident. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, to, I was like, I feel like the people that was standing there, like, they could have done something, but, like, they knew if they did, they probably would risk their life. They probably would have gotten killed, too. Oh, yeah. That, that's my, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so saddening because they, they are powerless and it just shows the unbalance of power that, you know, police officers hold. And it's not that it's terrible, but that's their job. But it shows that it's sad they are doing the wrong thing and now we're powerless to them. Yeah, I mean, somebody yeah, could have easily exactly. like ran up to the police officer, pushed them off. But like, just like you're saying, like, we just can't do that, or the he, the person that did that probably would have gotten killed. So, Max, we have heard your take. What what have you been thinking? Like like you said before, it was it was completely the video completely was just disgusting, especially how that how that police officer was be acting, but also how the other police officers. I think there were probably I think there were two or three uh, other ones there, and they just let it. They watched it happen. They watched this disgusting behavior that the police officer was partaking in that he was not taught in any kind of way shape or form and they were just they were just watching him do it watching this guy on the ground yelling i can't breathe asking for his mother they're watching him watching this happen and they did not try to stop the police officer at all they just they just sat there and watched it happen watched this man lose his life yeah i mean that's that just really ties into everything we talked about from the beginning like not like because I feel like the defunding the police is like pretty like pretty bad because they are all still like people providing for their families, but I feel like money can go into teaching teaching them the right thing and educating the uneducated. Exactly, and you get what you pay for. So if we yeah. totally defund the police, then the quality will get even worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the police do still they still do help us and. They still do a lot of good things, but they, they just need a lot of them just need to be taught what is like what they're doing is unacceptable. Yeah. So to move on to the last topic, do you guys think that we'll ever see, you know, another George Floyd, another Trayvon Martin, another Breon Taylor? Do you ever think we'll see something like this ever again? I mean, like, I would hope not, but like I mean, I think it'd be it's gonna start to be become more rare than anything because especially of all the like victims that have been killed especially at this day of social media i have not seen especially the people the police speak out more and like try to be more together like do you see what i'm saying like they're trying to make change because they're starting to see how one person can make them all look bad so i feel like 
it's not going to happen. I hope it's not going to happen again, but if it does, it'd be like, it'd be very unlikely. Yeah, I see what you mean, but I kind of think opposite. I think it we will see it again because it's human nature. History tends to repeat itself, and that's the sad thing. I, I really feel like something like this could really happen in the future, even though we've, you know, we've tried to create so much change, but we've seen a lot of backlash and people who think that, you know, Black Lives Matter, stuff like that, that think that's horrible and think, you know, it's being it's being evil in a certain sense. So I feel like people aren't getting the message if they refuse to listen. Yeah. So I feel like there will be instances where we'll see this once again and it'll be so sad and everything will start back up, the protests and everything. But I really just hope, just like you said, I just hope and pray that something like this doesn't happen again. I don't think I don't think there'll be anything as blatantly as blatant disregard for human yeah. I think yeah. I think that this was just so completely obvious that what he was doing was wrong that police officers are like around the country will be like we'll start more seeing what they're doing as wrong and will and if something were to happen again I think it'll be a lot more subtle. I definitely don't think that this is the total end of the police targeting uh, African Americans but I think what the target will be a lot more subtle now because they're afraid of the media coming after them and afraid of all these people seeing them yeah. getting and their I, I think it's, things like that. Yeah, and I think it's sad that we have to scare the police yeah, in order to exactly. create change. I feel like, I, I mean, I'm praying, you know, I want to rely on the human spirit to be beautiful. That's yeah. That's all we can ask for at this point. That people... And every single police officer everywhere in the country will say, you know what, I will stand up to create change, to create a safer America. So that's all we can hope for at this point. But, yeah, I I think you're right. I'm not sure. And, of course, I hope, I hope on everything I love that nothing like this ever happens again. Oh, yeah. It's sad to say that it most likely will, just because as this generation just hasn't learned this lesson, apparently. And I, I feel like this is a hard talk, and I think right here is just a good place to end it because we, we, we've touched on so many different things. I feel like it's only respectful that we just keep it short and keep it to the best that we can talk about. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and have a great day. Peace out. See you guys later.